Welcome to Philanthropy Today. Our goal is to inspire giving by educating listeners on ways to give and how to connect with charitable causes. My name is Dave Lewis. I'm your host of Philanthropy Today. Thank you for joining the show. Next up in our continuing series of interviews with past chairs of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation's Board of Directors, we have a man who's uh, got a lot of legacy in the city of Manhattan with uh, the business interests and family interests in Neil Helmick, and he's joining us today, Vern. Neil, it's great to have you with us here. Uh, I'm glad to be here. It's an honor. Indeed. Neil was our chair in the 2016-17 year. Uh, we're getting through this process with our past presidents, past chairs, I guess, right now pretty good. And so it's great to have you here and uh, kind of reflect on your year as chair, Neil. So uh, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. Well, how did you first get started with the Community Foundation? I got a call from Jim Morrison in 2008 or 2009, and uh, he said, hey, you need to be a trustee for the Community <laughs> Foundation. And I said, what exactly is the Community Foundation? Mm -hmm. I didn't even know. I mean, I didn't realize what it was right. and what a great organization it is. So I said, yeah, I'd do it because Jim had done a lot of work with me in the past, and I have a lot of respect for him. So I got involved as a trustee, and then a few short years later, I was asked to be on the board. And uh, I can sum it up is that I learned so much from the very beginning of the being a trustee, but especially being on the board. Mm -hmm. And I realized how special that Manhattan is. And I realized what a special mission that the Community Foundation has and the way they accomplish it. And so it's been a great experience for me all the way around. And your background in with Griffith Lumber and, and a lot of the works that uh, that company has done and been involved in the growth of Manhattan over the years really translates well into your interest with the Community Foundation, doesn't it? It does. You know, Griffith Lumber has been here for 100 years, started in 1911. And so I feel like that I owe the community uh, and payback is huge for me. And so uh, it's been very rewarding for me. Yeah. Well, let's talk a bit about uh, your year as chair, because that's one of the things that uh, that we like to. And, and, you know, you had only been a trustee for just a handful of years before right. you became chair. So let's talk about the emotional aspect and what it meant to you to become chair of the foundation. Well, it was wonderful. I didn't expect to be a part of the board to begin with. And then I didn't expect to be a chair of the board, but Vern roped me into it. And I'm <laughs> glad that he how did. That's a consistent theme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that he did. And 2016 for, for the Community Foundation, I think was a really great year. It had nothing to do with my leadership, but it was just a great year for the foundation. We increased the assets of the foundation from 59 million to 72 million. Mm -hmm. Grow Green Match Day, we generated $421,000 mm -hmm. in donations after Phil Howe's very generous mm -hmm. match. And I had a really unique experience at the Grow Green Match Day. When we do the match day, we have tables set up and we have sheets that you can fill out mm -hmm. for what people want to donate. And I had this elderly lady come in and just sweet as can be, very nice lady. And so she sat down and I got the sheet to fill out and I was filling out the sheet for her to, for her donations. 
she said, well, I want to give $20 to this, found, you know, this charity, $20 to this. And she had 10 charities she wanted to give to, $20 a piece. So she wrote her check for $200. Mm-hmm. And I thanked her and told her what a, you know, how much we appreciated it. And she said, you know, if we stick together, we can accomplish great things. <laughs> and really, it was true. And her experience with me basically summed up what the foundation does. I mean, it was right there and it was exactly what we do. And we made it easy. Yep. And so it worked out really well. I think it's fascinating when you think about sticking together and how this has been such a essential part of a synergy in this community over the last 25 years now. You talked about in your year, you saw 20, 25% growth in, in the assets, and now we're four oh. times that. Yeah. And did you have any notion that if we could get to that level, even in your year going up to 75 million? Not even close. And I even go back to my first years as a trustee when the assets were quite a bit lower. And I know the budget was tight. It was even tight when, when Vern was doing it. Still is, I'm sure. So no, to answer your question, I had no idea that it would continue to grow. I'm excited that it has. When in 2016, we got a gift from Lincoln and Dorothy Deal right. for $11 million. And even more important than the gift that they gave was the grants that we gave to the community as a foundation. We gave $2.6 million back to the community. Right. And I think about the gift from the deals at $11 million. As an endowed fund, that can generate three to $500,000 every year for this community. It's, it's amazing. In 2016, the stock market did well, so that helped us as well. So it's just there's so many things that this foundation does that people really don't realize. It's truly, it's amazing, Dave. It really is. Well, and that gift from the deals has been a real catalyst for the arts movement that we've had. Lincoln and Dorothy left us uh, the endowed funds for arts, basic human needs, and youth programs and of course, it's an endowed gift. And now those expenditures are probably six or $700,000 a year. Is it that high? That's and right. so consequently, we are able to significantly do something for the arts in that third of those funds every year. And that has been great. And so their legacy will live all over Manhattan uh, at some point in time. And, uh, and that's exciting. But we've had arts at the schools. We've had arts at the uh, community areas. We've had arts in and private uh, parts of the community, and so it's significant for sure. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, you can also take a look at buildings. A building's a passion of yours. Yeah, it is. Know? No and, doubt. You know, and the artwork that we see on uh, many of our buildings with the yep. murals that have been uh, put up exactly. just within the last few years. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing that happened was Phil Howe, once again, was very generous, and he started our Young Trustees program and as well as the grants funding for mm. grant writing, which is multiplying the effort, which is right. just another example of planting that seed and watching it grow. Anything else as you look back at your year as chair that stands out? Well, you know, it was just a, it made me appreciate the people of Manhattan that not only donate, but also the people in Manhattan that volunteer their time and their treasures. And 
the CFAs is a perfect example of that and recognizing those people. But Manhattan has so many fabulous people that, you know, they're just like the next door neighbor. They just take care of each other. Right. Neil, you've been a great humble community leader and since you've been here and, and it's just been great to have you on the board be as trustee and and be a friend and so as we go through the process and talking about 25 years I mean you're not saying near enough about what you bring to the table just in in your thoughts but your influence over others you as a board member as a business professional have made others feel confidence in being a part of the community foundation and that's what's really helped our growth and personally I thank you for that but certainly organizational we thank you so well I appreciate those kind words but I would say exactly the same thing about you 10 times over. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about 16, 17 year and less about Vern. Well, let's so. talk, yeah, I'll go ahead and take it uh, from here as the less humble person at the table. So let's talk a bit about the GMCF and how you feel we best serve the community. And not just here in Manhattan. We talk about the partners, the affiliates, up to 20 different communities and organizations that are all associated with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Let's talk a little bit about how you feel this foundation's efforts are helping each respective community. Sure. Well, the affiliates that are involved with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, they had a need they wanted to accomplish in their community, but they also knew what their limitations were. Mm -hmm. And I think the greatest strength that we have as a foundation with respect to the affiliates is we offer some of the services to them, like a back office service or whatever, that they don't have the resources mm -hmm. to do. So it's great benefit for them to be a part of us because they can use our strengths and then they can focus mm -hmm. on what they want to do mm -hmm. in their community to help their community grow. So it's great all the way around. I, I remember we went over and met with the folks in Junction City to try to explain how our system would help them. And we met with them and they asked us a lot of questions and some really good questions. There were some lively conversations. And at the end of the day, they realized that we were there to help them accomplish their goal. And so they became an affiliate. And I think that's pretty much true across the board right. with all the rest of the affiliates. Yeah. They realize they know what they want to do in their community. They know how to do what they want to do in their community, but they need help on the, the service side of it, which is exactly what we are good at. And Would that be true, Vern? Would you absolutely. agree? Absolutely. And, uh, and it's also a, a good indicator. I mean, when you've got a Manhattan business person welcoming a Junction City business person in this case, you know, there's that trust, that synergy that works together, and that's how these partnerships get developed. And um, Neil and those that went uh, on that trip with us at that point in time, you know, they look across the table eyeball to eyeball and have these conversations and say, yes, we will provide this for you, or yes, we want to serve you. And, you know, that opportunity really makes a difference. And so he served as board chair, but he also went places with us when we were trying to promote the Community Foundation. And that doesn't always happen. And again, thank you, Neil, for that time and effort and process. So It was a lot of fun. I think what really stood out to me on those visits was the other communities were concerned about losing control. They were right. concerned. Their biggest concern was somebody else is going to tell me what to do with my money. And nothing could be further from the truth. What we offered was assistance for them. We were a tool for them to achieve their goals. And I think by meeting with them and talking to them, they realized that that's exactly what we were there to right. do. 
too oftentimes people get told that they think that we're going to say, yes, you can make that gift or not. And so it's going to be a permission request. And uh, all we're trying to do is keep them out of trouble. If it, exactly. If it's okay with the IRS, you know, we want to make it easy for them to make it happen. And just by the economy of scales, you know, that process happens. And Neil was one of these board members that he got it from day one. He saw the value of the partners program. He saw the value of what we're doing and keeping fees down and that whole process. And that's what I thank him so much for in that process is he saw the vision and helped us and supported us to carry out that vision in the process. And uh, personally, I'm very grateful for that. So. Thank you. Well, the other thing that we realized or that I realized and the board members realized and Vern knew all along was working with our local financial professionals and legal professionals because there's a huge turnover of generational wealth that happens all the time. And now is kind of the peak of that. And in order for the Community Foundation to help those financial planners and the legal people, we offered our services to them. And I think the original concern for a lot of those, would, we would take something away from them. And there again, that's not the case. What we wanted to be was we wanted to be a tool for them so that they could help their clients achieve their goals. And that's been a great program. And Vern really emphasized the professionals, the young professionals, to get young people involved in the nonprofit world. Mm -hmm. And so all of that worked together. And it was much like the affiliate community foundations. We talked a little bit about vision just a moment ago. And let's kind of continue our conversation with the vision that you may have over the next few years or maybe even the next 25 years for the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. What are some of the things that you see would be challenges and, and goals that uh, you would like to see further the foundation's efforts? Gosh, that's a great question. <laughs> I don't know if I have an answer for that. I think that if we can maintain our velocity of growth that Vern has set us on and continue to help the people in Manhattan that need it and continue to build the legacies with the different companies and the different individuals, I don't know that I would change anything. I would just keep going. Well, thank you for joining us here for this interview and thank you for your time that you have served uh, back in 16 and 17, is that right? 16, 17, yeah. 16, 17 as chair. And we uh, continue to look for that fruitful relationship that we have with you and uh, with Griffith Lumber in the future. Well, thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. And my hat's off to Vern as always. Well, Neil, you've been a great friend of the foundation of the community and, uh, and me personally, and I appreciate that and uh, wish you all the best. God bless. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you for joining us for Philanthropy Today, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. You can always learn more about the GMCF at our website, mcfks.org. We also invite you to subscribe to Philanthropy Today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dave Lewis. I'm proud to host Philanthropy Today. It's hosted and produced in the Ad Astra Cast Studios in downtown Manhattan, Kansas.